Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. G'day and welcome to Back Chat. Uh, we've, we've, look, I think we've had a little bit of a rugby vibe in here at the Back Chat Studios the last uh, couple of weeks. We had the Hello Sport guys here a little while back. And now before round one, the Western Force say kickoff uh, proceedings of their season, Feb 25. We thought we'd get a couple of lads to come in for a bit of a chat. So a big thanks to all of our sponsors, to Shelter, to Whippersnapper, to Bluebet, to Margaret River Roasting Co., and of course, Leadable Cameras. We're very happy to have the boys from the Western Force in here, Rajan Pasitoa and Ryan McCauley. How are you, boys? Good, good, good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, very well, thanks. Now, I, I've, I, I start each episode. I know you're probably very big fans of Back Chat. You've probably watched every episode. Um, don't, fucking, don't smile at me like that. <laughs> I ask the guests the same question every week, and it's the first question we ask off the top. We both we, we know you're both very good um, rugby union players, right? We know you've represented Australia at, at various levels. You're now playing at the highest level in Australia for the Western Force. We know you're good at rugby, right? I want to know what your greatest sporting achievement is not on the rugby field. You can't – look, I, I can look up Wikipedia to see what you've done online. That's great. I want to know what sort of stuff you've done not on the rugby field. So for, for an example, fellas, you've probably realised and probably seen this cricket trophy up here. Dan Const, too, has stepped away from the mic today so we could get you two big fellas into the couch. There'd be no room for Dan on that couch. He took um, five for 16 in a under-12s cricket final, wow. bowling the, the biggest pies you've ever seen. They lost. I was the under-9s state 80-metre hurdle champion. Um Impressive feat, one of the highest athletic feats probably Australia's ever seen. Give me your best, boys. What's your greatest sporting achievements? Who wants to go first, Ryan? Or oh, I'm racking my brain here. Oh, come on, mate. I'll go, I'll go. Okay, let's go, Rajan. Come on. I did um, little athletics growing up. Yes, good. Uh, here in Perth, and one year I won. I think it was like six trophies and I broke four records. Yes. What sort of events? Uh, well, I was the walking champion, jumping <laughs> champion, throwing champion. I broke the 400 meter record and then I broke mine and then triple jump. Let's focus in on the walking. Yeah. That, that's my, I used to do a little athletics as well. That's high technique. 
That's you got to lock the legs. I think it's more of a gallop, but yeah, <laughs> got away with So that. you were the walking champion of what? Like what? What little athletic um, center was it? It was one near near, um, near Morley, um, and it was just I think it was yeah, little athletics everything Saturday mornings and stuff, and then. Yeah, I don't know. Just That's like, right up there with one of the best I've heard, Rajan. Very yeah. good. Come on, Ryan. What do you got for us, mate? You can go back to the depths here. Oh, mate, I'm, we've, I'm going deep in the brain. <laughs> mate, we've, mate, we've had shot-putting champions. We've had javelin champions. We've had poker players. We've had pigeon um, whistlers. Like, we're, we're, you can go anywhere. Yeah, look. I've, I have dabbled in a fair few sports over the years. Um, played a lot of rugby and I was a big footy head back in the day. So, I didn't – yeah, here we go. Probably the best. The best one was probably winning like a. I came last in a in a swimming event, which is which is the bottom. So we're going to go up from here. Yeah, that's cool. But I, I'd say like oh, winning like a a two hundred meter race in year twelve at, at the house carnival. Or okay, something. Like, very that, good. I don't know, mate. Look, just well, no, mate. Just so listeners and, and viewers know, how tall are you, mate? I'm six foot eight, so yeah. two hundred and three. So you got a bit of size about you. Yeah. So you got some levers for sprinting. Yes. Does it take you a while to get going though, or are you quick it off does. the mark? No, it does. So I I went to um a school that you had to do a summer sport and I didn't really want to I did a I did athletics um for like just because it was a it was a bit of a we had to do it for rugby anyway. And um they wanted me to do a four hundred meter event. Mm. Didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work. I think I did two I think I did two 400 meter races, and I said to myself, "I'm never doing that again." That was a serious hurt. Like I like, I have some serious respect for those fellows that do that. Well, athletics yeah. is a different kettle of fish, correct? And yes. it's a very individual sport. So I moved on from that as well. Now, uh, you boys come in here, uh, rugby union. Um, look, we interview a lot of AFL guests. I used to play AFL. I thought we'd start with a bit of a bit of a rugby one oh, you know, a bit of a union one oh one. I actually put into chat. GPT, you boys know what that is, a bit of AI flying around. I just put in – Very on brand. Yeah, correct. I just thought I'd start with something from that because let's be honest, who knows what I'm talking about. In summary, while both AFL and Rugby Union are contact sports, Rugby Union is played with an oval-shaped ball and the aim of the game is to score points by carrying or kicking the ball over the opposing team's goal line or through their goalposts. The game is known for its physicality and requires a range of skills from its players. Is that a good summary of Rugby Union? I think that's pretty, yeah. pretty top-notch, to be <laughs> yeah. honest. That's pretty yeah, top-shelf. Like well, yeah. how, how, do you, how do you get into rugby growing up? Maybe you, Rajan, you start with you. You're a Perth boy. Um, I just my parents, really. That's kind of all we've done. Yeah. Um, always watched rugby, played touch rugby, rugby league, rugby union growing up, and I don't know, it's always been rugby. Because what happened with you was you, you played – uh, rugby here in Perth. You grew up in Perth, but then you went over to a school over east yeah. on a scholarship. Yeah, I went. Is that uh, right? I think I left Perth when I was 15, 14, 15, and then I, I went to Nudgee College in Brisbane um, for, for my last three years of school, and then I went just for rugby, really. Like yes, um, the whole rugby scene over there is crazy and semi-professional, so it was pretty cool. So I um, I did a little bit – I've been doing a little bit of digging on both of you just to make sure I know what I'm talking about here today. And I've got a story to share with you to start with, Rajan. I want to see if there's any similarities. So um, when I was uh, a, a junior, um, I was an athlete, right? I used to run 800s. And so um, there's a place called the Geelong Falcons, the McTurner Footy Factory. And everywhere in Geelong, um, every kid in Geelong that could – pick up a footy, would be invited down to trial for this junior development squad, right? No invite for me. Um, went on, no invite. 
Anyway, uh, Mick Turner, who ran the, the the squad, tells his story. He got a phone call one day, and it was his person, and was saying, "Why isn't Will Schofield down there training?" And he said, "Who's Will Schofield? No idea. Never heard of him. Never seen him. What are you talking about?" This person kept badgering him and badgering him. Rang him the next day. Rang him the next day. Said, "Why isn't Will Schofield down at training?" Eventually, I got an invite down there. The story sort of speaks for itself. I made the squad. I made the state team. I got drafted to the AFL. Played 15 years in the AFL. But I tell the story. That person that was ringing Mick Turner was my mother, right? So my entire career was thanks to my beautiful mother, right? And so I want to say I'm a mama's boy. I've got word that your mum sent some highlights over East for scholarships, correct? Yeah, she did everything. She kind of just um, cut up my school clips from here and my club rugby clips and just made like a mini highlight video and then sent it across. Really? So, yeah, I wouldn't have gone if it wasn't for my mum. So you and me, mate, we've got no <laughs> idea without our mums, eh? <laughs> no, nah, i got no clue. <laughs> um, so so how does how does that go? So, so your mum, mum could see your potential, see your talent and um, wanted to get you over there? Yeah, oh, I guess... I've always wanted to be a professional rugby player. Yeah. Um, and every, well, I think everyone in my family knew that. Um, and then there's a few of the older boys that we knew was going over to Brisbane and Sydney and stuff, and they were kind of getting their name out there. So I think that's probably why my mum pulled the trigger. Mm. Um, and then just cut up some clips and sent it over and thought we'll try our luck. And then I went to Nudgee first just to check it out. And then, yeah, I, I loved it. It was pretty cool. What about you, Ryan? You're from Overace, you're Sydney based to start yeah, with. Yeah, yes. what's your story go? You got his mum clipping clipping up clips and sending <laughs> them around or what? Yeah, mum didn't have too much of an idea about rugby. Um, <laughs> I sort of, yeah, grew up in uh, Bankstown, lived in Orange for three years and out in the country, which is about three hours west of Sydney. Um, and then sort of moved back back to Sydney with my old man and uh, yeah, played league till I was about 15, did all the sort of junior reps with um, the Dragons. Um, and then I was going to Matchville Sports High, um, got an opportunity to get a scholarship to go to Scots College in Sydney. Very um, good um, sort of elite sort of school there, a lot of um, resources at their disposal. Um, and then, yeah, just started playing rugby because obviously I was quite tall. Um, my position is is a quite sort of like pretty much me. Like, big I, like, units. Frame, big frame, tall, like sort of rangy. And, um, yeah, got an opportunity to play rugby to go to a better school. So I just sort of went along that path and then just sort of fell in love with the game and like the the whole, everything about it. Um, and it, yeah, obviously gave me a good opportunity to get a good education by me uh, in year, like in, yeah, for my high school. And then um, just sort of put my head down. Dad was just sort of whipping me up the ass, sort of like just trying to like push me to sort of, push me to sort of get going there. And then, yeah, left school and sort of went to the TAR system. And then here I am now, sort of a few little bits and bobs. But so I think a lot of people listening wouldn't be, you know, and I'm certainly not aware of of one kind of the the pathway from juniors through to like where you boys are now. So we might touch on that in a bit. But probably an even more basic question is that I hear a lot, and I grew up in Melbourne, so kind of had more exposure than people in Perth would. But the difference between union and league, like like. As players, like, is that, is that a choice you're going to make as juniors? Like, whether you're going to play that or is it like, you know, you, you, your notes are written already? No, no, it's a product of your environment. Yeah, right. Yeah, league, is, league is seen as a very, like, um, public school game. Like, it's a very, like, working class sport. But I don't see it like that. Like, it's in, in, and you go to the bush, rugby union is a big part of their um, culture and their society as well. And that's a very working class sort of society as well. So, mm. um, 
I guess in in Sydney and Brisbane, the schools that play rugby are very like a, the private school boy sort of scene, and that's where it gets that name of like yeah. being the private school boy game. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, the opportunities you can get in both, are, yeah, very dependent on on where you sort of grow up, I guess, and like what your parents played and and yeah, what, the boys you hang yeah, out with, yeah, you want to play with your mates, yeah. I guess. Yeah. What about like the skill set? Is there is there is there much difference in the skill sets that you boys and league guys have? Oh, for maybe me, the, maybe for me, yes. Yeah, for me, yes. Because like, I guess across the field in league, it's it's very similar. You, you run hard, you tackle hard, halves kick, and sort of lead the boys around. But and they're all like hell, hell good athletes. But um, in rugby, like forwards, scrum wise, like you got you got front rowers that are not over six foot, one hundred and twenty kilos, and strong as shit, and yeah. they can like they can move bodies, and they're like really like uh, dark arts of scrumming. Like it's it's a weird world, mate. And the front rowers, they are some weird cats. In yeah. Like what? Tell me what they are. I want to know about that. Mate, we've got we've got people in our, in our side and every side of being in the, the front rowers are the weirdest cats. They're always right. they're always odd, <laughs> on, odd people. Like, <laughs> great, great, great. I've had like um, Tom Robertson in our team at the moment. He's, you look at him, you think, okay, he's just dumb little front rower, like studied medicine, like loves been in the library like real just like needs his throb day on a wednesday like he's like don't talk to me it's throb day what's and throb like, day what is it? his nickname it's like he's like right it's throb day no one talk to me and he's just at the cafe in the morning and he just <laughs> rubs his hands together and he's got his little mannerisms and then we got charlie hancock he's, he, he studies um uh bachelor of economics law very smart very smart human big bastard and just you Little wouldn't pick dude. it you wouldn't pick it um who else we got uh, uh I played with other players that are yeah all all real quirky can like musical or just yeah front row weird category of player. So and what's your what's your position? Second row, right? So you got the front row on the scrum, and then I'm in behind, sticking my head in between these two big bastards. Um, right, and then we sort of we sort of run lineouts, jump in the air. Yes, if you've sort of seen that sort of. Are you the one game. getting thrown up, or are you yeah. throwing people up? Oh, both, but mainly getting thrown up. He's getting there. up there. And Rajan, you're running around the outskirts. Just yeah, you're the general. Sure you're the general, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like we that. speak to we speak to each other a fair bit on the field because, like, he's the the game manager, sort of directs the players, and I'm I'm getting what play it is so we can go to line out and, and sort and get them the ball. So, yeah. okay, so in, in footy, right, there's backs, there's forwards, there's mids. Um, there's a saying that I've pretty much created. So um, <laughs> so forwards uh, sell memberships, right? People go to the footy to watch the, them kick goals, right? Um, mids sign sponsorships. They're on the big money. Backs win premierships, right? We don't get paid the big money. No one comes to watch us, but without us, you ain't winning flags. What is the equivalent in rugby? It sounds like if the weird, if the weird freaks in the front row that are smashing their head in people, they sound like well, I don't know what they sound like. They sound like what? What's There's something else there? Correct. Yeah. So how does it work in your world? Who's on the big money? Oh, probably um, back. No. Nah. <laughs> Nah. It's not me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been one of us sitting here. Yeah. Um, Jean's got nah. pretty quiet. No, nah, yeah. it's definitely the locks. <laughs> the locks. Depends where you play. In Australia, I, I feel um, it's a supply and demand sort of thing. So, um, yeah, a good a good fly half, obviously. Like if a team's going well, they're playing well. 
So that yeah, yeah, they're selling memberships. Like they're they're the, the Razzie, the Razzle Dazzle. Yes, like Rajan over here. Yes, um, the the wingers, the wingers are the dudes that bring all the club. They're the big finishers. Yeah, yeah. If yes, outside backs, the full backs. That's what yeah. So that's like the watch. forwards, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so who are just like the nuts and bolts, like grinding? Yeah, your back row, like yeah. second row, like yeah. Usually back in the you're hitting rucks. Yeah, you're, you're carrying your tackle. Are they grumpy? Like are they are they the sort of guys? Is there someone in the team that so backman in the AFL right? They're the guys that, you know, if the midfield's not getting their job done, sort your fucking job out, get it done, boys. The forwards aren't kicking goals. But the backs, we're always the grumpy ones. We've got a little bit of white line fever. Who's that? Oh, probably like a seven. I was going to say Oli Callan. Yeah, Oli Callan. You know him, yeah. Yeah, Oli Callan. Yeah, Oli. Like, um, open side flanker, they're always like the – the Jack Russell of the team, like they're just they're like, <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's not gonna like the Jack dude, Russell term. He's, he's, or he's like his sta- little stuffy, just running yeah. around, full of energy, just a ball of muscle. Because they get yeah, through some work. Stuffy, yeah. They get through yeah, a lot they, of work yeah. in the game, like, and they're running consistently, attack defense. They're just running yeah. all over the halfbacks. Halfbacks are very yeah, up there. Halfbacks. Like they, they aren't the biggest fellas on the team, but geez, they can talk. Like, and they are just like India. Like, and they've got big engines. Is there much much chat out there between opposition rather than in teams, yeah. but? Yeah. yeah, it seems yeah. like the game that's like, it's it's probably built for a bit of bit of lip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, just in one asset of the game, like aspect, like a line out opposition hooker hasn't had a good couple of throws. You are into him. Like if you're the halfback sitting there because the hooker's thrown in, the halfback could just be has to be five meters away, and he's just lipping into him. Like just like fo- like. It's so that's you. So like a bit one closer to the ruck, but yeah, there's there's definitely shit chat gets thrown around. Front rowers, especially if they they sort of have a bad scrum. Um, our Santiago Medrano, big Argentinian tight head, he'll he'll yep. bloody just like come on, I want to scrum. Like he's like, <laughs> okay, sort your stuff out. He's like, I want to scrum. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a good lad. Um, definitely some yeah. There's there's definitely some at the bottom of the ruck. Like you can get away with a bit. Look. Yeah, and yeah, I don't like the rucks either. I'll just stay away from those things. <laughs> so rucks are what? They're 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 the like when you get scrimmages on the ground, tackler, yeah. and then they like get on the ground. You got to place a ball, and then a rucks form when there's someone else. So over, people yeah, coming yeah, over the top, right? To secure the ball. That that to me, and for those listening, it's it's when yeah someone gets tackled, and then they got the players coming over the top, and they keep their legs straight. That that to me is just like I I I don't. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how that's a thing. Like, I don't know how multiple people don't break their necks in, in every game. Like, you are, you are coming in at as fast as you can and there's guys exposed lying over it that you're trying to clear out over the top of the pack. It, it's That's that's an incredible part of the game. I don't know if you guys appreciate that. It's very underappreciated, I think. Well, yeah. I appreciate it because yeah, I'd never I'm do glad, that. I'm glad because, <laughs> yeah. There's no stat for rock arrivals or hitting rocks. It's no. just like that's just part of the job. Like that's yeah. It's like the shit people don't see it. It's yeah. like they everyone sees like the the massive tries, but you don't see that the this fellas just you know yeah. stop three people coming over the ruck. Is that valued by you boys internally? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that is that something that you know in a team meeting you sort of sit down and if someone if you're in defence and like Ollie Callan for example, that's his job to slow the ruck down. He'll stick his head over the ball, get his hands on it, and get two or three fellas flying into him. And he, if he slows the ball or gets the ball, gets a turnover. Yeah, the boys with that, like that, gets you up on the field. That is, yeah, that, that sort of stuff's crazy. When he's in there reaching in with his hands and his back and neck and skull is just yeah. It's here because you can't like your head's in there, you can't see anything that's coming. Yeah, in. it's just this big, hundred and twenty dude yeah. just come bang and. <laughs> 
Yeah. Once again, the, you stay out of that. Yeah, and no, I'll just watch from the back. You, you look good. <laughs> He's in a dinner suit, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So let's talk about you a bit more individually, Rajan. You're coming back off a, a knee injury, ACL last year. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, before the injury, a fair bit of um, talk probably about your potential and you've had a you know, great schoolboy career and played for Australia at junior levels. Um, how's how's the body? How's how are you feeling? Um, pretty good, to be honest. Like, um, this is like my fourth preseason now, and each kind of preseason has been different. Mm. Um, and now this time around, I'm going through the rehab side of things, and I've probably been able to learn a bit more about myself and like mentally and all that stuff, and probably get to connect with some other dudes um, who are in the same position and um, who I probably wouldn't have had a chance to if, if I was in like with the lads full time. And um, but it's been alright. Uh, an interesting journey, but an enjoyable one. Like, yeah, kind of just taking the positives as they come. You started um, at the Brumbies. Yeah. Is that right? And then you've come back over here to, to Perth, back home effectively. Yeah. So how's that move been? Really good. Really good. Um, I just, like last year was probably my favourite season thus far in terms of just the game time. Like I played every game, I'm pretty sure, and I learned so much about my game and had some really good moments and had some really bad moments, but like at least I could look back and learn. And mm. um, I think it was a good decision. And yeah, that was good. You're in rehab as well, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. So I, I ended up tearing two tendons in my shoulder. Real weird one, like right. real rare injury. But um, yeah. So it sort of put me back until like round three or four. Did you have surgery or no? Nah, avoided surgery. Touch with thing. That's God. good. Because yeah, it was dark cloud hanging over my head for a couple of days. Yeah, there, for but, sure. Um, yeah, especially at the back, like just finished preseason and to get injured sucks. But um, yep. yeah, you, you do appreciate because like I've touched wood, I've been someone that has sort of stayed away from rehab a fair bit for over my sort of career. Yeah, and yeah, your hat goes off to the boys like Ray slogging it away for six months. Like it'd be hard work. Did yeah. you you play over at England? So yeah, that so done? when was that? Twenty twenty one. I was over there for like you call it like a medical joker. One of their locks got injured in Exeter. And then I went over four months after the super season. That was good fun. Um, like really enjoyed that experience. Um, those boys really have good locker room culture, um, tough physical game, and really learn a lot about my rugby and myself as a person over there. That was really good for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a World Cup year this year. Yep. In Union. Is that right? Um, growing up to – is that what you want to do? You want to play for the Wallabies? Is that is that the thing like? That's every – I think if you're a kid growing up playing rugby, that's your every, – every kid's, every kid's um, dream. World Cup in France would be pretty unbelievable. Like they yeah, love their cool. rugby and they're, like, they have, they're very passionate people. So I think a World Cup in France would be really cool, cool experience. Um, obviously, like I haven't played for the Wallabies before. Um, got to play well for your – for the force and then but yeah a new coach coming in you just never know but Ray's probably got more of a chance than I do oh. this year or in the future but oh, he's I a hot prospect this fella I but, just, yeah. just stay away from the rocks you do all the hard yards yeah but, but Wallabies uh, is like and I think it's a going into a, a good sort of um, period for the, for the Wallabies and into the next sort of five or so years with the line, British and Irish Lions to our World Cup coming to Australia like it's going to be hopefully a a big wave that rugby can ride. Yeah. You, Rajan, you play, they call it the number 10, right? Is that right? Yeah. Which is a weird concept for me because every, everyone in AFL has their own numbers and you just wear whatever you want. Whereas 
you boys, it's like numbered by position almost, right? Yeah. So you're competing for the number 10 spot. If you want to play for the Wallabies, how many other guys are um, competing for that spot? Um, like, like how, how many realistically would be going for that spot right now? Like five, maybe? Five? Five, 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 teams, yeah. five tens. Yeah. Yeah, obviously the five Aussie teams. Is there yeah. five Aussie teams? Plus overseas. And then, yeah, the couple overseas. Um, but I don't know. I just, I've got to just try and get back on the, on the field yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you, Ryan, what about your spot? Like, how many yeah, pebbles and pebbles? Two, two locks on the field. So, yeah, you, you think, yeah, like 10, 10 guys in Australia, probably definitely more. And and a lot of locks from Australia playing overseas, like top top quality yeah. locks um, playing in France and Japan and stuff. And they're definitely in, in consideration. So, it's a. It's You've been in the Australian A squad? Is that right? Um, yeah, I got picked last year and had to, yeah, just had to pull out of that for, for a couple of reasons. But, um, yeah, didn't really get to go on that tour, but yeah, I was, I was sort of in the mix last year. And Eddie Jones, the new new coach of the Wallabies, I think it's great. I think um, he's going to bring a lot of a lot of enthusiasm and just passion to that role, which is. I mean, what's his history about? He used to coach the Wallabies and then went over to coach. Yeah, he's the Lions. coached a few a few countries actually. So he was he was um, coached Japan in the twenty fifteen yeah. World Cup when they beat South Africa, South which was a big upset, and then he was in Japan. Um, coaching Santori and then he's been yeah previously now with England, England. Um, for a, a World Cup cycle. Um, but yeah, he's there's a lot of stories about Eddie and that he's a, he's a, a very passionate man. Yeah, good. So that'll be I think that'll be good for the Australian public to be able to get behind him as well. What about here in Perth, boys? What um how, how do you see uh, Union here in Perth and the culture and kids and development and um, the game itself? Um, I think it's heading in the like, like we're getting better and stuff in that aspect. And I think um, if we do good as it like as the force, and that hopefully that uh, boosts it up even more. Um, I mean, I would love to see the schools system like be like what it was, like what's it, what it's like over east. Like that was a complete shock for me. I didn't when I mean I didn't know what to expect. And then so what what is it like? It's like ah. Uh, like I, I, when I left here, I think it was like I was like getting good and like crowds of fifty or hundred people in their appearance. Yeah. And then my first game for um, Najee was ten thousand people, Holy which shit. is more than you sometimes get at the Super game. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like um, even like all the boys at school, like they they want to come on Saturday Arvo yeah. and wear their full winter uniform. And teachers, they want to be a part of the rugby stuff. They want to have rugby camps and. Um, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, the whole oh, school yeah. boy scene is crazy. Oh, I was the same. I never heard of Scots, Nudgee, Newington, all those schools. And then you rock up and there's like the whole school, their whole school, and you sing a war cries. Like yeah. my school was like Scottish, so there was like bagpipes, big tunnel leading you out. Wow. Pretty cool experience as a yeah. as a 16, 17-year-old kid. Like, yeah, it's it's amazing. And the passion and like the old boys sort of culture there, all the they go Yeah, they will come and, back. Yeah, yeah, they will come yeah. back and still have so much love for the school they went yeah, to. It's and incredible. Yeah, like I would. Yeah, it would be awesome to have that. I think here the, in Perth, yeah. yeah, like yeah. I think the passion in Perth is is really strong yeah. for rugby. Like, um, not knowing much about it and coming in and sort of being and playing a few club games last year, and people put people care, and mm. that's the that's the foundation. If people don't care, it's no, there's no point. Yeah, and and when the force got kicked out of Super Rugby in 2017, that hurt a lot of people. Yeah, and so I think um, rebuilding from that. It, Definitely on the upward trend and, and winning games will be part of that yeah. from us. And we feel that responsibility to give back to the community here. But I think like from an outset, like there's so many um, Kiwis, South Africans, English, Irish people living in Perth. And then 
you definitely see like the passion in people's eyes when they talk about rugby here and it's, and it's exciting for us. Yeah, that is cool. I mean, it's a, no matter what sport it is over here in the West, like, you know, even, you know, Scorchers or yeah. uh, the basketball, you know, NBL, even Glory, like, like people love their teams over here. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's a positive for you boys. Uh, before we move off school, now Nudgy was your college, Nudgy College. Yeah. That's you, Richard. Didn't they make um, some sort of documentary? And weren't you yeah, the, That was my first year eh? Weren't you yeah, the main feature You know about this Right I haven't seen this before Yeah they Weren't are. you a bit heavier at school too A bit, bit chubbier in the cheeks <laughs> Yeah Yeah I was pretty Yeah He's a big boy at school Playing 10 yeah. I think I was like 102 kilos And you're 12 eh? And what are you now I'm 98, yeah, 98. Yeah. There's a bit of Shannon Hearn about you Captain of West Coast he, he rocked up at the club At 105 kilos And he plays at 95 So yeah. That's yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm just saying. Skinnies is a stressful day for you. Feel the boys and Rajars in the, in that group. Yeah. Well, tell me about <laughs> this documentary. Um, yeah. I, I don't. They just um my Look. first year. They just came in and said, um, this guy's going to be filming, kind of our like our season and stuff like that. And then if the school's happy with it, they'll like is it publish or they'll mm. um, send it out yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Was that rugby pass? Or no, um, or Onion Onion TV, I think oh. it is. And then he he ended up sending his son synergy, but I think he's done a few now in different schools. And um, did you guys win it that year? Yeah, where we tied with um, Southport, which is the Gold Coast school, because yeah. we don't do like finals. It's just like um, like a ladder. Yeah, like eight games, and you got to win pretty much all your games. Yeah. Love a playoff or something at the end of it. Yeah, I, I I would love them to do like um, a playoff thing, and then the winner of the Queensland Converse is the winner of new stuff because I think they do that with the league and yeah. uh, over East. So, and then there's like a big um, trophy for whoever wins out of New South and Queensland schools. Yes. So that'd be pretty cool. Um, skin folds. So I reckon, <laughs> I reckon if we go back to AFL union comparison, I'm trying to think like they used to individualize it, but I'm pretty sure uh, definitely 55, but I, I reckon you had to be like close to sub 50. Um, you know, yeah, AFL. Where's that? Where Where's that sit for you, boys? Yeah, I'm right under there, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I got my skins done um, on Tuesday, actually. Oh, 58. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you guys are bigger guys, different athletes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Less like, insurance. I struggle to put weight on. So, like, struggle skin, to put weight on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I I left school at like 100 kilos, and now I'm like 117 kilos. Right. And like, I had to work every bit of that like eating wise like it's just yeah you never think you'd be hating i've got to be honest you don't look like you struggle to put like i mean you're a massive unit yeah but like i have to eat a lot for okay. that to get on like okay yeah. i'm gonna just smash a like mcvalue box from mac it's gonna be sweet not anymore obviously yeah. but yeah, yeah yeah if i had to if you had to well wait till you're retired mate it's a beautiful yeah. world out here <laughs> <laughs> So what is it? Is that would that be? I don't know. Would most guys be trying to hit sub sixty or like? Is that? Oh, it's, it's very position specific. Yeah, right. yeah like. Or is there some boys up the hundreds? Yeah, it would be a couple of boys in the yeah, hundreds. I reckon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're looking at me side sideways yeah. here. No, 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 I'm not there. I'm I don't there. know. I don't know if you'd be. Mate. I mean, you're in rehab, so yeah, yeah, give yeah. you a little pass. This is like one. <laughs> 10 mil, 10 mil, 10 yeah. mil. What about around the club? Do they um, a bit more West Western's Force specific? They uh, food wise, they 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 sort you boys out. Are you sourcing your own food, or they bring in bring in chefs for you? Nah, or they bring nah, in some sourcing. sandwiches cut up humble, for you. Humble group of, of players. We um we 
it's BYO lunch and it's it's hotly contested spot at the microwave at lunchtime. Good. Fridges are full, but they, yeah, yeah, sort of snacks early. Got to get all the proe and snacks and that, but you got to got to get in early for the lunchtime rush. So, well. so there's only one microwave. No, no, no. We got we got three. Three? But okay. Yeah. Between four blokes, got you got to get in. Yeah. yeah. Sushi. Yeah, yeah, sushi. I mean, where, where where's your training base? Where are you based? Florida, just at HPF sort of stay Good that, near the athletics track. There. What's the favorite go to lunch spots around Florida? Sushi. Yeah. Yeah, in at um, Florida Forum there. Yes. Sushi bento, I think it's called. Yeah. That's gun. Favorite? What's the little, little, little chicken bento box, maybe? Or? Um, the D seven is like a karate chicken. Yeah, the D seven is that the menu option? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know you've been there, there a bit if you know yeah, it. Yeah, yeah karage chicken. That's yeah. it. That's the best. Or katsu thing. chicken. They do something to that rice. I tell you. Yeah. Um. And what about how many people are coming to games for you guys? And and how how do you, how do you want to grow that? It varies, mate. Like um, against the Aussie side, you'd be surprised. It's a bit less than the Kiwi. Size because um, we'll probably get. Oh, I wouldn't be able to tell you accurate number, but the new the, when we play like Highlanders or the Crusaders, like they're definitely biggest um, bigger crowds because all because there's a Kiwi base here. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and you notice it, but um, I think you'd average around ten, yeah. maybe yeah, ten thousand. Yeah. But like, the atmosphere's like, yeah, like it's it, cool, it feels right? like yeah. yeah, it's it's a great um, it's a great stadium to play out. I really enjoy that um, HBF part. Like it's. It's really tight sort of field, and the stand on the far side is really steep, so yeah. it creates like a, it creates like the, the the fans are really close, and and we've had a couple of cracking games there where we you you're down by a couple of points in the last ten minutes, and you, you you're just like you're busted, and you're just hearing the fans just go nuts, and like we don't have the biggest crowds, but like geez, they they're passionate to see a blue, like yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're passionate yeah. as they just. You hear them on when you're on the field, they just screaming yeah. and cheering and really? yeah, they yelling ride, and they ride the emotion. Yeah, that's for sure. That's good. Uh, I wonder if they had anything on the UFC. The UFC was uh, on the weekend. You boys didn't get to that, did no. you? That was crazy. Wanting yeah. some fans. Well, it sounds like Western Force have got it covered, but there was some rowdy fellas and ladies in that crowd. Yeah. Heaps of them, like all the fighters and had a vibing Perth. Like, so yeah. Conor McGregor put something out and yeah. Yeah. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan was shouting them out. Yeah, it's been everywhere. Um. Back on Union, my sort of understanding, how do you guys get drafted into teams? Is, is there like zoning? Is there is there a draft? Is there, How do you guys sign initially in, in the league? Pop, uh, I think like – I think most like boys out of uh, school and stuff probably go into like an academy system. Yeah. So you kind of play like – if you kind of make all the rep teams growing up and stuff, you probably end up going to that academy and then – So is that what you did? Oh uh, no! I was lucky. I got to go straight into the Brums setup, mm. um, and then I guess maybe club rugby as well. Like you play good in club rugby, you get looked at, and then maybe get invited into a couple, yeah, training sessions and see how you go. And mm. yeah, it's definitely it's it's a it's very unique sort of way. There's no draft or there's no right or wrong way. Like some there's a you hear about fellas doing like an apprenticeship and then mm. getting a contract within twenty five. Or right. and they and that's their first gig, and, and they're playing like people. club club level. Yeah, and they just have a good couple of seasons. They get pulled out, and they're just workhorses, and they're just like sturdy, like hard hard bastards, you know. And then you get people coming leaving from school and going straight into a into a full time sort of thing. I think, um, yeah, the academy system, you play the age group stuff, and then a lot a lot of the boys sort of get picked up by a manager and an agent, and then the agent sort of um, sort of do that stuff for you. you. Don't really have like a, a set draft system like the AFL. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because What's yeah. the draft like? I don't really, I don't really understand. Well, it. like I, I really sort of, it. well, I sort of, um, I sort of look at union like they just plucking people out of like at 
it, it just standardizes it, right? It just means that everyone has the same opportunity to pick up the kids. Yeah. So basically like a, a draft order comes out um, at the back end of the year and it's reverse order of where you finish on the ladder. Yeah. But then there's that you can trade picks and you can trade players for picks and so there's, there's the, the order changes. But basically, you know, last place gets first pick. And so they get the best talent in the country. How does that work though? Like if if I was playing in Perth, yeah, and I was the number one draft pick, for example, yeah, and the Swans wanted me, yeah, I've got no choice in that. Do I have to just go? Correct. Really? That's see, yeah. that's mind blowing. Like so that. you have choices as, as young young kids. Like you you could choose, you could you could if the Brumbies wanted you as young, you're like I don't want to go to the Brumbies, and you want to go to the Western Force. Yeah. You could say that. Yeah. Yeah. AFL. Yeah, yeah. AFL. You enter the draft. You you pay a fee, but you pay like you know sixty bucks or something. Go into the draft pool, and you go where you go. So I'm from Geelong. I, I'm not a number one draft pick. I was pick fifty, but wherever I got picked, I was going. And oh, here, buzzy, it's still yeah. here. That's it's like, just fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. Does yeah. it seem in NFL? NFL would be the same. Um, I mean, the whole whole reason is it to to equalize the competition, right? So, you know, if which is why I kind of look at you guys as like, well, that's kind of, you know, I suppose there's not many teams in Australia. You guys got yeah. four four teams. But if you've got 18 teams and, and you've got the best juniors in the country, you're just going to go to the best teams, aren't you? So if you don't have that because of the, the size of the pool, you know, you got 100 players getting drafted every year, the best teams would just keep getting better and better and better. And, and the worst teams, like, no kids, well, why would you go to a shit team? Like, you just want to yeah. go and succeed, baby. I don't know. But, um. Yeah, there's some differences in the two 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 ones. But like I look at what you guys do um endurance wise. Like how much are you running a game? You guys wearing GPSs, I'm assuming. Yeah. How 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 many like and you two players would be different to what oh, you're covering. Yeah. Like we we Rajan would be covering more than you, Ryan. hundred yeah, yeah. percent. <laughs> what was it like six six K? Like working four, yeah, like work like four? not total. That yeah, wouldn't like be working, total. Working distance is like above a certain speed per minute. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know actually. I think I'd be getting to around four. Four and a half k at work, you're like like high intensity, high intensity yeah. or like no, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. say just yeah. above five, five, six, maybe. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't really look into the numbers too much, mate. No. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I look forward to after after a game having a beer. A beer. So, <laughs> I look forward to having a win and then get to the sheds after after the game, singing the team song with the lads and having a beer. Tell me about yeah. that. Is that a big part of the culture? Putting oh, yeah. a slab in yeah. the middle yeah. and having a beer. Mate, like you got it, like. You can't take the fun out of the game. Like you play, I, I play the game to have fun and, and and like compete and win and like have good time with mates, make some memories. Right? Like not ready GPS me, results. Yeah, like I see the report come out every day for training, and I'm like, yeah, sweet. Like, I'm not, like shout out Western Four Sports Scientists. Hello. Yeah, like, I'm like, okay, cool. That was a hard session. I know it was a hard session. I don't need to like. I don't need it to tell me that it was hard. But yeah, um, I, yeah. Like we've had a sort of in the last couple of years since I've been here. Win, sing this team song, and then would have like a a ballad that would just sort of belt out as a as a team, just like get real tight and just like like Adele, someone like you, like real weird sort of off really, of yeah, just I don't know, it was like real. Good. We did it once, I'm like that was fucking good, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so so do yeah, is there some sort of selection process for song? Yeah, yeah, we've, we've sort of had a song master. Um, right. Tell me about that. And no one knows what the song is, but like it's just you just got to have it ready to rock and roll. And up the sleeve, and then like that's everyone's in, just like waiting yeah. for it. Everyone's like, Come or on, just come like on. Yeah. mime, like just like lip lip syncing and pretending you know the lyrics. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just Adele, like, someone like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah basic yeah. white bitch over here. I'm just like <laughs> smashing it out, loving it. I got no clue where. I don't know that song. <laughs> I'm just like, this is the best time ever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know who he's talking about. Adele, who, what? <laughs> 
Is there a fines master? Yeah, that's me. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Welcome, dog. baby. The big dog. Yeah. This is good. I, Talk to me about that. When I was in England, I just got added to the social committee chat and I was like, all right. Well, all right. Social committee band. That's what we talk. That's right. the, yeah. So there's three of us in there and we sort of organise the social stuff. Get together. Yeah. Having a beer. Yeah. All that sort of jazz. Yes. So, yeah, we um, we like to take um, examples from all assets of life and we and we search far and wide for punishments. Um, one recently we took from the inspired unemployed boys and got one of the lads to go to Cup and Co in Florida with a signed photograph of himself from our media day and give it to them as a gift like they were going to get something from his face being in the cafe. Um, that did was you a cracker. Yeah, we did. But, yeah, he, he was – the fellow that got the role was so filthy about it. Like he was like he didn't even think his fine was was accurate. But I was like, look, mate, you're rolling anyway. Um, Can I give you a couple of um? I give you a couple of AFL. I ones? am all for okay. getting. Ideas. So we used to have uh, the wheel of death, right, or wheel of doom. Yeah. Um, stock standard. So I was a fines master at West oh, Coast. Yeah. So um, we used to there. There was like you get you had to eat like a whole um, a whole spoonful of like this like death chili sauce and you had to sit out the front. That's a great idea. Had to sit out the front, no no remedy, like no water, no milk, <laughs> no nothing. Just had to eat it and sit out there for 10 minutes, sit in the middle just by yourself and the Lord boys watch you. I'm definitely doing that. Um, that. We used to have one. like a minute to win it. So you, so you just have to – you had to entertain the boys for one minute. You used to yeah. come out, you have to like do a poem, sing yeah. a song. Yeah. Um, we used to do challenges on um, – so we had one specifically where we – you had – you had to refer to our, our head coach, Adam Simpson, uh, instead of Simo, or yeah, everyone called him Simo, uh, had to call him Adzi in a team <laughs> meeting during <laughs> during the team meeting. So, like, one of the boys did it, team meeting, middle of the meeting. Uh, um, anyway, Adzi, with the, uh, you know, forwards coming up here, what do you think about that? And Simo stopped. He's like, would you just call me? <laughs> All the boys are sitting there like, <laughs> We had one similar yeah, where like, we yeah. had um, last year we were on tour a fair bit because of COVID and um, we had like a random outburst in a meeting. You had to like – you had to just get up and just go like whatever you wanted. Like you could get around the boys, like go nuts. Like, is that fucking good enough? I just love the passion yeah. in this team. Yeah, and, just, and you had to get up and just go for it and like – Jeez, it was funny because like, we didn't work the coach up nothing. It was just, everyone was just waiting. Every, every meeting for that week, you got five business days to do it and everyone in the meeting is just looking around like, is he going to do it? Is he going to do, do it? And like the first one – one of the boys that did it really didn't read the room, just like reeled it. Like, and everyone just like was like boo in the middle of the meeting. It was just like <laughs> it's, it's tough work. And then, yeah. But. We had um, had to go and uh, wash cars out on like Rockaby Road out the front of the club. Um, <laughs> That's great. Had uh, – they had to wash the coach's car. Um, we had like shave your head, it's simple. Um, we had, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we had guys like Nick Ananui in our team who he's had he's um, Fijian born. He's had dreadlocks his whole life, and he pulled it out. So our system was you could pay out of it after so, you knew what you're doing. Yeah, so you'd spin the wheel. Yes, um, and they all had the the task, and then it had a fee, yeah. and like. If you wanted to get out of shaving your head, it was a high fee because, like, yeah, seriously, yeah. like, shave your head. It's not that bad. No. You take that off off the bat. Yeah, no, do it. no, I'm paying. <laughs> yeah, it was like expensive though, yeah. and it was a real decision. Like, do I pay? I don't know, five hundred, a thousand bucks, yeah. or do I just shave the head? Yeah. 
So, mate, I, I loved it. Fines, fines oh. is, I think, fines is as important to culture in a team and fines and social committee and that sort of stuff as as having good players. I'm, and I'm being serious about that. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. If, if you don't have good culture, <laughs> you don't have all the good yeah. players you like. Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more. And I sit at home sometimes like just thinking about what we could do and just like – I love it as well. It's good fucking. Good, I, good I like fun. that. Um, the different payout things, eh? Yeah. Nah, see, I we we have a policy where if you get the, we read out the, what the punishments are. Yeah. And then if you get if you get have a fine, you can pay out before, but you can't do it after you find out what it is. Right. So you don't know the punishment. No. Yeah. Because like, say we have six, you got three like sort of ones you probably get away with doing, and then three that probably you wouldn't want to do too much. Yes. Yeah. And then you definitely have the lads that. Pay out every time, regardless of what's on there. Is that you, Sean? Yeah, yeah. Tony Pulu as well. Yeah, he's another one. Like, I've been I was with him at the Browns. Yeah. Never seen him ever do a fine. Yeah. He's always paid up. He's just a pay. And close yeah, to that Monday, you know those individuals, and you. I don't want to say you target them, but you definitely you're looking at what they're doing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're trying. You're following them. Then oh, you leave that ball yeah. around. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> so you <laughs> pull, pull your money <laughs> to like a footy trip, Mad Monday. Yeah, 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 like social stuff, like Mad Monday. What happens on Mad Monday in Union? Stays in Mad Monday. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Fight club. Perfect. <laughs> Do you dress up? Yeah. 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 So I'll give you some. Um, we so did a little pub crawl last year through Frio. A couple of outfits. Um, my group was like South Park characters. Right. Which was really good. And like no one really knew what they were doing because we sort of got the – we had a game. We flew into Perth on Thursday, captains on Friday, played the Saturday and yeah. we were waiting for another result on the Sunday. On Sunday. Oh, so I we sort that. of had to have Mad Monday like really on like the edge of a knife. Of like are we, are we out? Or That's we a hard situation to be Mate, it was a stressful week. <laughs> and so we had the Double D boys organised. We had five mini teams and then one of – they just had to sort out like how many costumes were in their team, and so yeah, we had a few crackers like there was like pirates, there was some, um, it was, uh, some cheerleaders and, and priests, South yeah, some South Park characters, That's or cool. just doing just a shotgun start pub crawl around pub golf around Frio, which is good. No one knows who we are, so it's good. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> yeah, party bus down there. Good. Yeah, so it was a good. Week. What do you boys? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll start getting towards the end, but what do you boys know about AFL? You, um, do you go for a team here in Western Australia? Rajan, you've got to, mate. You, you're yeah. from Perth. Yeah. You're from You can't sit here. Yeah. I'll yeah. uh, go for Freo. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your favourite player at Freo? Matt Fife. <laughs> Matt Fife. Yeah. Matt Fife. Nah, Matt. You Matt. said Matt, mate. No, nah, yeah. I said Matt. <laughs> nah, <he's>, Matt Fife. <laughs> you said Matt Fife. I heard you. I'm sitting right next to you. Uh, you said Nat. What do you nah. like about what Nat does on the field, Rajan? He's just. um. Just what you see is what you get, eh? Like, he's just a really hard worker. Yeah, yeah. Um, what position does he play? Up the front of the field? Or nah, he's in the middle. He's in the middle. Yeah, he's, he's in the middle. Uh, he's, he's moving just, forward this year, yeah, actually. Like, yeah, but he's, you know, he's just yeah. moving forward. Just runs the ball heaps. And What about you, Rod? You got a bit to say over there, mate? Uh, favourite, I won't claim I know who anyone is in Freo. Um, but, yeah, I do like an underdog. Freo would probably be the team I'd bag for. But, yeah, AFL, big crowds, passionate fans, and... Bastards that just like to run all day. I look at that and just think, fuck yeah, that. No, stop yeah. that. Yeah. Sorry for saying, but yeah. No, I, I can swear, it's fine. Oh, God, like the running. Is Buddy Franklin still playing? Yeah. Who does he play for? Plays for Sydney. Swans. Oh, yeah, that's my team. Hey, you know this too. Well, you don't. Swans. well I used to, yeah, I've, I've seen it on his, so like thousand. How many goals did he get? A thousand? A thousand goals. And, and everyone, everyone, everyone crowded. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. That was crazy. That was pretty cool. That was crazy. Yeah. 
take it take it for granted a little bit in the AFL, though, different sports in Australia, you know, like to have that many people run on the ground, like 50,000 people run on the ground, oh. carrying it on your shoulders. It's yeah. a fair event. Middle of the game. Like, yeah. It's pretty cool. What about the ball? How does that feel? Yeah. You touched one before? Um, yeah, I think so, but um, – Does it feel bigger or smaller than a rugby ball? Smaller. Harder. It's like leather, right? Like yeah. ours is like synthetic. Yes. I think that would really hurt to kick. Yeah, that's it. You got your crop, crop in the hand, the yeah. left, your left hand or right hander, or right. you guys are like ambidextrous. Yeah, how's that, that go? Hey, that would hurt my <laughs> hand, I reckon. Yeah, the old fucking yeah. I used to, yeah used to tape the wrist, not for handball. And I didn't get enough touches, but yeah. No, so you can hold it. No, that's good. Eh? Like, who'd be the best? The yellow ones, eh? Hey, yeah, yellow ones. Yeah, what's the, the over there? What's like, the difference? Yeah, what's the difference? Night, night, and day ball. Oh. So they play day day games with the red and yeah. night games with the yellow. Who'd be who'd be the best footy player at the force? Who 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 you chuck into an AFL team? Um, Safan one. He's one of our props. He's like one of the props. Hundred and twenty kilos plus. He wouldn't be. He'd run the waters. Well He'd yeah. run the waters. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe like athletic. Ian Pryor, like Sitchi, like yeah. the like outside in the backs middle, or something. Ian in the Pryor. middle, just sort of run oh. around the the Jake, square. Jake Strawn. Jake Strawn. Jake Strawn. Good shoe on him. Yeah. Just um, Real, yeah, I like his kicking. Just athletes, hey, like I'm just, yeah. Yeah, they'd probably have to be on the athletic side. Yeah. Oh, you, you look like Ryan, you'd, you'd be able to just probably have to drop a couple of kilos. Yeah. you like athletic type. Yeah. Uh, Put you uh, in the ruck, you'd be all right. Yeah, I'd have to um get used to the old long distance running, but a bit different to the old short shots. Uh, right, I mean, Ruckman, Ruckman, Ruckman cheat a bit. They, they sort of, they just meander around a bit. They, they just sort of just jog over and make sure they get to contest, but they're not doing much. <laughs> they're not doing much, right? Yeah, Rachman love them, but they're all built the same. They're yeah, just yeah. Good, good blokes, big frames, big frames. Yeah. Takes a while to get messages from their brain down to their hands. Sometimes, <laughs> not saying that. No, I'm not saying that about you. You're starting business, aren't you? Is that right? Yeah, I am. I just um, finished my last subject the other week. So finished. Yeah, graduated. Yes. Oh, not graduated yet. Oh no. But I've done my last subject, so I'm just I've deleted all my stuff off my laptop. She's gone. <laughs> I'm just like, thank God. I'm like, yeah. So, what about the season coming up, boys? Western Force. How are we going to go? Good. No, good. Confident. New couple of new, new coaches. coach, right? Yep. Uh, had a big impact on the group. A lot of new players that have really um, brought something like some different sort of skill sets and yeah. and characters to the team. I think um, obviously. I think the new style of rugby that we're going to play this year is going to be quite attractive to watch, and we're really trying to bring some, some a game that people want to come watch us play and and be abrasive and be and be that sort of team that you look at them and go they're playing for each other like they're a tight group and they're like they want to compete and win for people in in uh, Western Australia. I think like we've spoken a lot about a lot about who we want to be as a team and what we want to and what if you if you came to the game and and we're like okay what do you see and we've sort of put some stuff on a board where if people come to the game we want to say, we want them to say that sort of stuff so hopefully we can bring that to light and if we can do that I think um, we'll be winning some games how do you say it Rajan? Uh the same here like what the coaches are brought in in terms of culture and standards and even the new boys coming in just being able to get real tight as a group and um, hopefully we see that on the field as well and um, some really exciting new players as well and um, I'm just looking forward to watching them see how they go, but pretty confident. When are you both due back? You both have you both have times you're aiming for. When are you both due back from injury? Oh, they told me round three or four, but hopefully a little bit before that. Yeah, you got to press the limits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. I don't know. I've got for ages. I think it's. 
I think hopefully if everything goes my way, I get the last three rounds possible. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully going into finals and then, yeah, but cool. see what happens. It's good. Um, boys, that's about it for our little chat, but I've got something to finish off on. Once again, I know you're big time back chat fans, so you'd know about this. Social media, not social media. Will Schofield, social media. Yes, that's right. You're welcome. Uh, this, yeah, correct. Thanks. I was waiting for the laugh. So I was trying to figure out what that was before. I was like, okay, go on. Social right, media, yeah. where we get the people to ask you the questions. Oh. You've had enough questions from me. Now this is the people's <laughs> champ time. I sent okay? this to my, I sent this uh, to a couple of my mates. So this will be interesting. Well, I think <laughs> yeah. a couple of my mates might have got involved here. Um, are you ready, boys? Hit me. Um, underscore James Donato. <laughs> Okay. Question for Ryan McDaddy McCauley. <laughs> Favourite memory of the boys. That's all I oh. ask. What's he, what's he asking about? He's one of my about? best mates, currently lives in Rome playing rugby. McDaddy, he reckons. He's never called me that in his life. So I don't know what, <laughs> That's a lot. He's That's pulled a that lie. out of somewhere. No, oh, man. A lot of hung Sundays with old, old big Jimmy Donato. Used to live with him, a couple of the boys in the penthouse. In, oh, 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 <laughs> in the penthouse. I don't know, just fucking getting them to mix up with the lads. Like they, they know who they are. And geez, we've had a fucking couple of good times. G'day, James and the boys. Yeah. Uh, what about this? Angus Simpson? Another one of my best mates. Right. Same house, same right. tattoo. Ryan, Ryan, who was your favourite house member in the PH, Ooh, which is the yeah, penthouse? Uh, but you boys have a penthouse. We, yeah, we did. Uh, five of us, five-bedroom place was a hell of a good time. And that was like we moved in just before COVID and so we just got tight in like lockdown. So, oh, favourite member, controversial. I'd have to say, I'd have to say Big Jim, Big Jimmy at Nuts. Okay, yeah. shout out. Very uh, highs of highs and terrible bloke. So like real good, real good mate, terrible bloke. Yeah. Perfect, sounds like an absolute <laughs> ripper. What about this one, Kate Bartow? We get this quite often. Uh, it's not usually Kate, but thanks for running in, Kate. How do each of the boys like their eggs? How do you have your eggs, fellas? Oh, fried. Is a, fried? Yeah, fried. Both fried. Yeah, it's a bit boring. No? Like Poached. Yeah, good. Just, just uh, easy over. Just yeah. turn over five seconds on the on the toast. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Liam Jones asks for both of the boys, what's next after rugby once your careers are over? <sighs> this freaks me out, this. You said, you said modelling to me. You no, wanted to modelling? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to think I'd put my business degree to some sort of use, but I couldn't see myself in an office. No, no way. No. Yeah, no Correct. Way. Just put a studio in your, um, in your garage, garage underneath your house and you can do podcasts. Because, yeah. uh, hang on, I forgot to ask about this. Yes. On the Road with Rhino. Oh, yes. Is that correct? Yeah, What's I've that? sort of been thrown in the deep end with that this year. Um, what is it? Media that? team sort of hit me up going, we've got an idea for you. So I've just sort of – we've done a few episodes, filmed them. They'll be coming out throughout the season, I think. But just sort of getting to know the force players and what they do outside of rugby in a in a bit more of a – so we've taken a couple of boys out to a farm in Jinjin. Um, one of the boys is a tradie, so sort of just um, got to know how what his like sort of pathway was. A few different stories sort of trying to – yeah, connect the fans with the with the playing squad a cool. little bit more. So I've sort of just hosted that, which is a bit weird for me to say. Have you not, yeah, we have you done much of it? Not really. Like and like I like to chat and stuff, but I've never really put my hand out for sort of media sort of stuff. But they just sort of hit me up and I was like, you know what, get outside the comfort zone a bit and Good. have a go at it. So that'll be interesting to where see. Where are you having what's where are you gonna take Rajan? 
Oh, so the barber getting the haircut. Send me a lane, bro. What's after rugby for you? I mean, how old are you, Rajan? So I just turned 21. Oh, shit. That's a hard question. Um, if someone asked me that as a 21-year-old, I would not have been able to answer. What we do after rugby? Podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on, give us an answer. No, I really don't know, to be honest. Um, maybe... Well, I, don't I, could, I, don't I reckon know. I could help you. I, when I was doing some research, I saw some interviews, interviews you'd done in the past and you spoke about um, you, know, you wanted to play for the Wallabies but, but also, you know, yeah, helping that you know those younger generations kind of uh, look up to be wanting to be a wallaby and wanting to you know play rugby for their country or play rugby at the highest level in their state like yeah maybe like yeah coaching or something mentoring some role like that would be pretty cool you, yeah is that important to you that sort of stuff yeah yeah no that's um the way that kids look at it I quite uh yeah yeah I think maybe coaching or something like that in that role yeah, mentoring I definitely see you doing that yeah. just another Oz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I don't know. Uh, it'll be pretty cool. Boys, it's been a pleasure. Um, we're done and dusted here on Back Chat. Big thanks to our sponsors, Whippersnapper Whiskey, Margaret River Roasting Co., Blue Bet, Shelter Brewing Co. and Leadable Cameras. Round one is the 25th of Feb, which this episode will be coming out a couple of days before that. Make sure you get down there. Where do you play? H- what, what's the stadium called? HBF. HBF Stadium. Um Take the family down there. I've been to one game before in my life and it was a good show. So take the kids down there. Get around these boys. Get around Western Australia. Anything you want to finish with, lads? No, thanks for having us. It's been a pleasure. Good work. Well done, boys. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.